Sachem Dav Chav Zayin. Today's amazing email, and a very long one. If you want to hear the entire email, it's in the beginning of today's Shir Dav Chav Zayin, the full Shir. My name is Mordechai Brown. I'm 41 years old from Thornhill, Ontario, Canada. I'm one of your silent Talmud who wakes up at 5 a.m. to hear your recorded Shir on YouTube every day since the beginning of Mesechtas Brachas. Here's my story, and I would like to share it with you in the Olam. A couple of years after I got married, my wife and I started coming close to the Yiddishkeit. His kids are staying away in Shivas these days. A week before the Siyam Shas in January 2020, my two boys, 8 and 11, started to ask me if we are going to the Siyam Shas. He didn't feel like it. He, didn't, he wasn't doing a Siyam. And one of his boys tells him, Abba, if you don't take me to the Siyam Shas today, the next time I'll be able to go is when I'm 15 and a half years old. You need to take me. So he looked around for tickets, and he took them. And on the way home, the kids started saying, are you going to do the Dafiyaymi? That night, he leafed through some of the magazines he got at the Siyam Shas, and he found the art scroll, Daf Beis Abrachas. So he decided to do it at 10 p.m., he felt it was very rewarding, and the next day he found our shir on YouTube. And he says the rest is history. I went from learning from a magazine to learning online to doing the shir on YouTube. And I can't believe it. I'm slowly touching each page of Gemara and about to be Messiah, my third Masech that's unbelievable. It's because of my son and my wife that I started, and because of you that I continue, and he goes on and on. Mark Abramowitz, Mordechai Abramowitz, unreal. So yesterday we finished off the sugi that there's a brisa that says that if you have an oven that the finishing touches was done with the isr, isr ana, like arla, the Allah is, according to the brisa, you have to break it, you can never use that oven. And we said that goes according to Rebbe Yezer that holds zeh v'zeh gorem osr. In other words, the oven itself is one isr. You want to bake something in that oven, you want to make a bread with fuel that's mutter. So the fuel is zeh, the oven is zeh, zeh v'zeh gorem, Still Aser. Where do we see this review? We find the same exact case if a person finishes off an oven with Avedah Zara. Rebeleza says, Yutatz. How does he say it? The Tanakhama says Yutatz. But Rebeleza comes along and says, I agree to everything the Tanakhama says, but I have a great idea. Why don't you just take Avedah Zara and transfer the Avera of Avedah Zara into money and take that money and deposit it into the ocean. Echachav said, you can't do that. That's a trick that you can't do. Akhopadim, you see the Rebeleza holds Avedah Aser. Now the fact is that there's no other Tana that we know of that says Zeb Zegari Maser. So we're forced to say that it's Rebbe Liazor, even though he was talking about Avedi Zara, and we're talking about Arla, and Avedi Zara is Muhammad. And in addition to that, Rebbe Liazor also says, the says Mephurish, that Rebbe Liazor says his Alacha in all the Isurim. Now there's another Rebbe Liazor that we say is not a great writer, but we'll just go through it. And that is the case of a person is making dough, and he uses sourdough that's truma and sourdough that's chulen. If they both came in together, and they don't have the ability to make the dough sour on its own. You need both of them together. So the halacha is, according to Chachamim, you need that one should have the ability to make the dough sour, otherwise it's not. According to Eliezer, you go by the last one. So if it's first when in truma, then when in chulen, it's good dough. Says Abayi, that's provided that you remove the truma sour dough before it's able to sour the dough. Otherwise, it's Asr. So you see the concept of the Zegarim, you have the Chulan and the Truma, nevertheless, Rebbe will hold that it's Asr. Says Gemara, but who says that that's the true Pshat in Rebbe Maybe that's just a Bayez Pshat. Says Abaya, and this is not a continuation of what we're saying, says Abaya, that if you hold that Rebbe says, Zegarim Asr, so Rebbe and Rebbe Liazor will be saying the same thing. If you say that Rebbe, Rebbe himself doesn't hold of Zegarim, but he holds that if you bake a bread, in an oven that was finished off Be'isr. The bread is also to eat. Why, according to Rebbe? Because the Shvach ate him. You could, the, the fuel that was also went into the bread, and that makes the bread also.
So according to that, what if you make vessels, earthenware vessels in an oven that was usr, that was finished off by usr? In other words, you take a cup, an earthenware cup, you put it into the oven, and it makes it hard. That's just like food. Just like food, you can't take a bite out of bread that was made in an oven that's usr, so you can't use a cup. But to use a pot might be different according to the first law, and to use the oven is definitely different. Why? Because to use a pot, let's say you want to cook something in the pot. So you have the pot itself, it's a zeh, and you also need fuel. So it's zeh v'zeh, gairev. Oven, it itself is osir, but if the oven doesn't do anything by itself. You have to put fuel into the oven, it's zeh v'zeh gairev. According to Rebbe, it would be motor. However, the Gemara says, well, wait a minute, the pot is different, because people use the pot to store things in, right before you're cooking. So you put the, the beans and the, and the barley and the potatoes to make a chunk before you light it up. So the pot is actually a zegarim, it's only one zen, and that would be usr. Shmuel said the exact same thing that we were saying, but he says it in the reverse. He says that Rebbe is the one that says bread made in an avedizar oven is mutter. Why did he say that? The Bible says the Rebbe says it's usr. Either he learned it in that way, that Rebbe says it's mutter, not like the Bible, or he did it on purpose. It was a trick. He passes like Rebbe that the bread is 100% usr. Typically, Rebbe against another Tana, the Allah is like Rebbe. But against the Rabbim, like in our case, the Allah would be like, like the Rabbim. But Shmuel Paskin's like Rebbe against the Rabbim. And he, didn't, he, didn't, he thought people wouldn't believe him. So he tricked everybody. He said, you know what? The Rabbim, Chacham say that the bread is Asr. And therefore people will go with the Rabbim. If you bake the bread with coals from Arla, the Zara, Mutter, according to everybody. So the Machleik is between Rebbe and Shmuel, not sure exactly who says what, is it only coals that are completely extinguished, but they still emit heat, and that's why it's motor coming to everybody, but, or it's even whispering coals, the flame is flickering. Now, if it's the pshat, even in loichashois, it's motor. So then, where would, the, where would the isr be? The isr would be when the flame is right there in, in front of you on the piece of wood. The piece of wood is not consumed yet. So you have a real piece of avedizara, and it's full of but according, and that would be shvachets. But according to Rabbanon, even if the wood is not consumed and there's a flame right there, the food doesn't become asr. So when does Avedizara wood become asr? If you fashion a chair out of it and you sit on it. According to Rabbanon, who say that if you use Arla fuel to bake a bread, the bread is mutter. However, if you do the same thing, but instead of Arla fuel, you use Hegdish fuel, the bread is also. What's the difference between Hegdish and Arla? Arla is Kal. It's bottle in one and two hundreds, whereas Hegdish is never bottle, and therefore we have to be more stringent. Rabbah has a chap here. Rabbah says, how is it even possible to use Hegdish wood to bake a bread? The second you light the fire and you moil in the wood, it's no longer Hegdish. Then it becomes Chulim. We must say that we're talking about Shlomim wood. Wood set aside to buy a carbon shlamim. And just like when a person is on purpose, since he can't bring a carbon, it's not considered meila, so too you cannot be mile and shlamim. So here we have a case that there's no meila, but it is iser hana. And the Braisa says that the ashes of Hegdish are also forever. We must be talking about in a situation where they ignited themselves. It wasn't through a human being, because if a human being ignited them, then they would be chulim. Or we're talking about the, the ashes of Trumas Adeshin which have to be buried, and those remain mi'ilah forever. Rebuda says that when it comes to beer chametz, you must do it with a fire. 
So the Gemara goes through a whole thing. You can't learn a Kavachimah from Noisar. Noisar is left over carbon. Let's say you're supposed to eat the carbon two days a night. You leave it over to the third day. You have to burn it. So the Gemara says Kavachimah. Noisar doesn't have an Isra Bayirah Bayamatsi. You're not over every single minute. Yet you have to burn it. Certainly Chavans. But the Gemara says, we never make a Kavachimah that the outcome will bring a Kula. So over here, if you say a Kavachimah that you must use the burning method for Chavans, that will lead to a Kula. What if you don't have a, a wood? You're not going to bring your chametz. That's not good, and we don't do such a kalchaimer. The Gemara says, well, perhaps there's a gzeir shava or a memetzinu, the Acharonim explained, between chametz and noiser. Instead of kalchaimer, it's chametz. A gzeir shava, you cannot be mafrech. Just like noiser is also achila and hana, and has karis, three things. Achila, hana, and karis. And chametz has isra achila, hana, and karis, and noiser you have to burn. So, too, you have to burn chametz. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.